Did you hear this one? Can you hear it? That is the sound of plurality. Episode number 22. A podcast about beautiful music and just beautiful people. Episodes every other Wednesday. My name's Mikey. I'm joined by the one, the only, a DJ E-Mood. Yo, 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 yo. I had a stellar, stellar set last night at this beautiful venue called Elsewhere. Uh, We've spoken about it before, but it was my first time playing there and it was just absolute vibes. We were in the loft, which is the upstairs room. And the way that they do it is like that one is open first with the other small room. And then the big room doesn't open till 11.30. I was the very first set and because that room and then the the other small room zone one were the only ones that were open like we had so many people come in for my set actually so while i was playing alan came up to me and he was like dude everyone in this building is in this room right now i was like really no one's in zone one and he's like no i was like oh shit oh snap they always wanted to see me i was like okay i mean the vibes were high so I, i don't blame them listen when you bring vibes to such an extent, I don't know what like anyone else expected. You know, it's like if, if you're gonna follow the vibes, that is where they're at. That is where they're at. And uh, I had a really great note from Frenchie afterwards. She was like, that is the first time you've ever played a set that I didn't know 90% of the songs. And I was like, I know, you usually know like pretty much every song I play. And this one, like I really like dug deep in the crates and- Curating for us. Oh yeah. I started that set like the second after I found out that we were doing it. Yeah, it was like the end of February. So I've been working on that set since then. <laughs> wow. Is it gonna go up somewhere? Is it gonna go on SoundCloud or something? Like, oh yes, 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 yes. Where can I get my ears on that? It will be on SoundCloud, absolutely. It's not up yet, but um, I will be making that happen at some point this week, probably. Mm-mm-mm. Yummy, scrumptious. Yeah. Wish you could have been there. Ah, uh, I wish I could have as well. Soon you'll see another emood set. I was gallivanting. I was doing something. Yeah, what, what were you doing? Last night I went to bed early because today I drove down to Hartford, Connecticut to do some freelance video work for Coca-Cola in covering their activation of the Yukon Men's Basketball Championship Parade. Ooh, that's awesome. Making some uh, little bit of money, which is a nice change of pace. <laughs> How, how'd you get that hookup? Is that something you just like applied for? No, I have a former coworker from the Bruins who is in marketing at Coca-Cola and she heard I was doing freelance and she reached out to me. Wow. It just fell in my lap. Talk about the stars aligning, huh? They aligned. If anyone's listening and, and you would like to give Mikey some freelance work, please hook our boy up. He will do all of your marketing magic. If you are in the <laughs> New England area and you want some top-notch video and editing, I'm your man. I mean, you could probably even do remote stuff, like if someone gave you stock footage. That would be amazing. We've got a few things cooking. Love it. The fire is going. And you know what's cooking right now? Another banging episode. We're going to do a drop of the week. We're going to do the pit. Bringing it back. What is the pit, if you may have forgotten? Well, anything goes in the pit. That's a place where any and all topics are permitted. And then we're going to close up with memes and themes. One of my all-time favorite segments. So... Shall we commence? We shall, we shall. I am kicking it off this week with Drop of the Week. 
this artist I stumbled upon on TikTok, mm. I think like in December of last year. She just popped up on my For You page. And immediately I was like, okay, who is this? Yep. Because she was singing and her vocals are like, whoa. <laughs> Seeing her first TikTok, I was like, oh, damn, like, she has the voice of, like, a fucking goddess. So then I, like, went on to her page, and I was like, oh, she also makes dope content, and she's an incredible producer. Like, yes, check, 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 check for me. So let's uh, let's throw it down, and then I will get into who she is. This is Alley Cat, and by no coincidence, my drop of the week is Throw It Down. Throw It Down. All caps, by the way. Seven of the eight songs on her Spotify, the names are all caps. I mean, but also Alley Cat is all caps. And then the second A is a V. I used to think it was Alley Cut. Ah, that's like Medusa, man. Yeah. Like getting you with the Zs and the Us and the Vs. And I'm like, what, what word is this? <laughs> Alley Cat makes a lot more sense, though. If you see Alley Cat, you might get Alley Cut. So <laughs> it works. All right, let's throw it down. <laughs> That's how all her music affects me. (laughs) Oh, man. I love that the two drops are so completely different, too. I love everything she does. I love her. I love her voice. I love her producing. I love her face. She's tremendous. This is like five songs in one. (laughs) Oh, it's really a journey. Like, I'm obsessed with this. Holy guacamole, Batman. So I saw that when she was like posting TikToks about it. So I heard the lyrics, but I had not listened to the full thing. And I will be doing that many times. The reason why I chose that song is um, it's actually, I think it's her least played song. It doesn't matter. Every one of her tracks is amazing. 100%, 100%. But I was like, why does this song have the least about, like, (laughs) holy fuck, dude. Like, this is insane. I can't believe she only has one that's like over a million. I think all of her songs should be like popping off. Facts. Well, I'll I'll get to it right now because we'll talk about her. So Ali Cat is a producer DJ out of Virginia, the great state of Virginia. She started releasing music less than two years ago. And it's already collectively hit 2.5 million streams. Like if you look through her A tracks that she has and you add them all together, she has almost 3 million streams. And it's like, bro, 
you've only had music up for like a year and a half. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> That's incredible. Like, just a testament to how amazing and talented she is. Yeah, a hundred percent. Something that makes her really unique is her pop vocals. Like what we said before, like just so smooth, incredible, incredible vocals. She sings them seamlessly over the heavy bass drops that she produces, and then. She just like makes like these cool like beep boops that are reminiscent of like Subtronics um, and Zed's Dead, which are people who influence her that she has said uh, also Ganja White Knight. And she just like she like has such a fresh take on that sound. And I fucking love it. It's great. It's amazing. Coco is meowing at the door. One second. <laughs> Coco also loves Alley Cat. Yeah. Coco is an Alley Cat. Girl, she just hates it when doors are closed. Can you like not? <laughs> I know you don't like wow. it. Just like your pal Hunter. Hunter was breaking into the podcast last time. Yeah. <laughs> Busting through the door. Literally. This door couldn't contain. All the uh, all the cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. <laughs> so I'm really excited to see where Ali Cat's career takes her because like like we just said, like she hasn't been doing this very long and she's already like making incredible moves. Like she just did a show with our pal Shockface in Vegas and like from the videos that I've seen, like just absolutely crushed that set. And she also was just invited to perform at Frenzy Fest which is in Canada this September. So all our Canadian friends, please go check her out. Bensley is also p- playing. We've, we've talked about our boy Bensley before. So yeah, it's going to be a dope, a dope fest. And dude, just go check out all the cat shit because like even, and like on their tic- on her TikTok, she, you know, makes like funny videos of like, you know, sound bits and things. And she goes like through her process of how she makes her songs and just really cool. Seems like a down-to-earth person. Love it. Love everything. I'm just blown away by every track that she puts out. And she like there, she has no weaknesses. She's the five-tool player. Mm-hmm. She's a great producer. She's a great singer. She's funny, has a great personality, and she's hot. Like, what else <laughs> do you need? <laughs> she the, the only thing she's missing is she's not Barbara Streisand. I mean... That's it. But I'm like, we might have to add her to the list, honestly. <laughs> Alley Cat, welcome. Welcome, Alley Cat. Actually, hey, shout out to Alley Cat because she she actually is following us on on Twitter. No way, really? Yeah, I didn't I didn't tell you, but it happened during this whole plur debacle because oh, really? she liked she liked what my tweet to Pascal asking like what the fuck. And then I realized we weren't following her, so I fo- we followed her. Heck yeah, we did. She followed us back, so. Okay, girl, we see you. Oh my gosh, you're going to see our faces on social media now? <laughs> I'm like blushing. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, love her. She's so talented. Can't say enough good things. Amen, amen. What good tunes do you have for us this week? My whole episode really is heavily inspired by my little foray into Ecuador not too long ago. And uh, I'm going to talk about it a little later. But for now, the tune is called Runaway by Underher and Gokan? Question mark. Maybe that's how you say it. And the remix is by Soul Button. And when I fall apart, darkness comes into And when I close my eyes, letting you go for one more time 
deep of you, Mikey. Mm, I mean, the softest drop of the week I've ever had. Yeah, but this is like some serious deep house you're playing right now. That's... Yes. <laughs> mm. Oh, we'll talk about it more in the pit, but oh my gosh, imagine this hitting your ears as you're sitting. You're sitting at the beach and there's a DJ literally playing this like 30 feet away from you and the sun is setting and it just goes into other also super deep, beautiful songs for like an hour. Like I was shazamming things nonstop. Dude, that sounds so nice. Like the whole picture you just painted being on the beach, vibing to the deep house. Uh, you know what? People in South America know what they're doing with electronic music because, like, it's part of their culture, you know? It like, is. I, I feel like more so than for ours, like, in this country. Like, you curated a set that Frenchie didn't know 90% of these tunes. Like, I co-host a podcast about EDM music and I didn't know like 95% of the tunes that I was hearing because these just like DJs they're on the Ecuador DJ circuit and they're just creating these magnificent sets like wow oh I can't say enough good things it was it was cool to to just be there for it love that I guess you some some videos Yes, oh, we got the video. So, well, this is a remix done by Soul Button, who is a 46-year-old DJ producer based in Berlin, Germany, originally from southern Italy. You know, like the boot, not like the toe of the boot, but like the heel of the boot. Mm, got it, got it. Uh, he's a father of four, founder and owner of three labels, only one of which... Uh, I can pronounce the name, and that one is Inner Symphony, <laughs> and then two other ones. And he calls his trademark sound ethereal techno. Ah, okay. I'd never heard that before, but I was like, I, yeah, I kind of I kind of see that. Dude, it's so hard to genre classify sometimes because I'm like, is this deep house? Is it ethereal techno? Is it progressive trance? Yeah. Is it progressive techno? <laughs> is it, you're like... When, when you have like these progressives and deeps and like, uh, and then there are these like other subgenres of that, I'm like, how do, how do you like differentiate it in your mind? Yeah. <laughs> I've been calling it like deep jungle house. Nice. But you're spot on. I love it. Now it's making me want to go to Ecuador now. Let's hop on another flight. Go back. Yo, let's go. Well, we're going to talk about it more in a little bit. So maybe we can make our plans. Yes, yes. Well. Drop of the week. And now it's time for The Pit, a place for any and all topics. Anything goes in the pit. Moody is going to talk about some technical difficulties. Some technical difficulties. Apparently, there were more than one. I thought there was only one, but there were a couple. So we will get right into it. Ravers from all over the globe headed to Miami, Florida a few weeks ago for one of the most anticipated electronic dance music events of every year. That's right, we are talking about Ultra Music Festival, three days of nonstop vibing to the tunes of some of the biggest EDM DJs in the world. Like people look forward to this annually, every single year, ultra, 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 Miami Music Week, ultra, like it's a whole fucking week. <laughs> it's amazing. Facts. So I'm going to paint the scenario for our first little mishap here. Now, uh, that I want everyone to imagine with me from the perspective of a DJ getting ready to perform at main stage. It's Friday night, ultra day one. Afrojack is melting the crowd's faces and you have 30 minutes until you are set to take the stage. At last minute, you decide to make a small edit in your set. So you pull out your laptop, make the necessary changes and export all the tracks to USB only to find 
that every file of every song in your set has been corrupted, making them completely unplayable. What the fuck do you do? I would, I think, vomit. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, man. Like, holy shit. Talk about stressful situation. So unfortunately, this is what happened to our homie Zed, who calls the situation a complete nightmare disaster, which I mean, like, what else can you call it? Like that, yeah. that is what it was. <laughs> Total catastrophe. So for some context on the technical side of how he got to this point, Recordbox is the software that DJs use to set cue points and auto loops. And it has other endless creative abilities to make performances top notch for DJs when they, you know, they play these big festivals, they have CDJs. I mean, there's a number of ways you can do it. You can use a USB, you can use an SD card. If you're using the older versions can actually use a CD because that is how they did it back in the day. And even before that vinyl and before that, you know, who knows what the fuck <laughs> birds. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Before that was like a tracks and everything. Most DJs will use their USB. That is like the preferred method. It's very easy. You bring your USB, you bring your headphones, boom, you got everything. So with Recordbox, you analyze all your tracks, you put your hot cue points, you, you know, do whatever you're going to do to make your set great. And then you export the playlist to your USB, and then you plug your USB into the CDJ. And then on the other CDJs, you can press link, and that will link the file information from the USB to... I mean, you could definitely do it to up to four. I don't know if you can do more than four, but possibly. I'm not. I'm not far as far along in my knowledge of that. <laughs> I've never used more than four decks. Actually, I've never even used more than three. So, yeah, four is a lot. Anywho, Zed decided to make an update to his set just before um, starting. So he like he did that, and when he pulled up Recordbox, the update for the actual software was like popping up for him and he hadn't like done a set in a minute and so it had been a while since he had updated his software so he was yeah. like all right maybe i should just do it so it's kind of like if you think about your phone like when your iphone's like update to the new software yeah so inevitably when that happens when new updates are rolled out there are bugs in them right like it happens with phones it happens with all technology so he went and made this update and then he made the edit to his set that he wanted to do and then for whatever reason when he tried to export the files they all got corrupted or he said it wasn't syncing to the usb so then literally he's on his way to main stage and he's having to like airdrop his songs to martin garrix's usb oh my gosh <laughs> and martin garrix played the set the, like the closing set at main stage so he was on right after zed so he was like here just use my usb i'll have it like you know it'll already be there for my set um yeah and so if you look on on zed's uh twitter he talks about like having to go through this and like how fucking stressful it was and then i, I was reading through the thread and saw that he carries around on any like given set he carries around four usbs because think about it like if you put all of your shit on one usb you lose it yeah or it falls in the fucking toilet. Like, I don't know. <laughs> you have to have like three more like ready to go. I just have to say like hats off to Zed because if you read through that thread on Twitter, everyone's like, dude, we had no idea. We had no idea. It was fucking perfect. It sounded amazing from the crowd's point of view. That's incredible. <laughs> Truly, like to keep your composure through that and to like not die. So I thought that was the like only main like, you know, issue that someone had at Ultra this year. But then yesterday I was on TikTok and a video popped up and it was of Subtronic set 
which he was the closing set on Saturday at the worldwide stage. And in like the first five minutes, he gets on the mic and he's like, hey guys, uh, we're having malfunctions with the CDJs, but I'm just going to like try and figure it out. <laughs> and meanwhile, like his like sound technician is standing next to him, you know, like fiddling with all the wires and shit, trying to figure it out. If you go onto Subtronic's YouTube channel, you can see his entire set from Ultra is on, on his channel. And there, you can see there's a moment where he's like visibly freaking out, like in his sound technicians there. And he's like, come on, man, like what the fuck? <laughs> like, trying to... And you know, it's fucking loud. Like you're in the middle yeah. of your set, it's loud. You can't really communicate with someone. That would be total panic. Yeah, as a performer myself, like, like at least with Zed, like it happened behind the scenes, but with Jesse's situation, like you're in front of everyone, like you're there, you were in it, like it's happening. <laughs> At Ultra on Saturday, headlining as a dubstep artist. So like atypical of a usual Ultra headliner, like oh, that's a lot of stress. A hundred percent. And I was reading a... um a subreddit about this with Jesse and this guy who made the post was just like, you know, it would be different if it were like a techno set or something because you could just like loop it or like do right. something on one one CDJ until like the the shit was figured out. And he was like, but in this scenario, like with dubstep, like there are so many hard cuts in songs because you're typically playing like, well, at, at one point you could just be playing like 60 seconds of a song and then yeah. moving on to another one. So like if you're not planning to have like multiple minutes to like figure the what is happening, like, yeah, that's fucking stressful as fuck. Holy shit. And like that's Subtronics' like whole thing. He's trying to surprise the crowd as much as possible. He's always tweaking his stuff. So I can't even imagine. He's so obsessive about that. Like, oh, I feel for him. No, for sure. Yeah, I've I've watched his interviews and like seen him like he, he does get really technical about like his sets and like, yeah, I, I can imagine him being like obsessive over it being perfect. And so the fact that he was put in that scenario, <laughs> that's literally his worst nightmare, too. <laughs> it's time time to experience some self growth in this scenario. For sure. So like I said, hats off to both Subtronics and Zed, like you guys figured out those stressful situations so gracefully. And uh, oh, I, I should say after the moment where Jesse's like freaking out, like after they figure out whatever it was that was happening, they, they have a hug. So like, oh, it made it okay. <laughs> They're like, okay, you know, thank you. I'm sorry. I yelled like we're good. <laughs> but like, dude, I would be yelling too. I would be like, oh my gosh, fuck, yeah. Man? Like, holy shit like we can't be doing this right now i'm in the middle of my set no. and if it's like the cdj is like not his equipment you know yeah that's the other thing i mean like people don't th like really think about that when you're at a new venue you're playing on equipment you've never touched before yeah even if it's the same model like you well, one button couldn't work like for all you fucking know i mean you generally they're tested if it's like a bigger venue and like this is what they do but i have played at venues in brooklyn where like i didn't realize like some places they don't care as much about like the like health of their equipment <laughs> like their dj equipment because if their bread and butter as a venue is live performances say yeah the cdjs like fall back on the priority list so when i'm trying to hit the d hot cue button and it's stuck <laughs> Like, that's shitty for me because that, like, you know, fucks up my performance that I had, yeah. like, premeditated. Anyway, I don't remember where I was going with that thought, but. <laughs> Test your CDJs, everybody. Test them. What were we talking about? How did I get there? I don't know about the 
terrifying stress of headlining ultra and shit don't work shit oh i was just saying yeah like when you're playing on equipment that you've never touched before yeah. so I, I found out from one of my friends who's a production manager at avant garner he said that when you sign your contracts and everything with the performers they will tell you sometimes like exactly how they want the CDJs set up. So like down to like, if you're looking at the mixer, how all the knobs are twisted, like they will tell you how every knob needs to be twisted and where it needs to be and where the BPMs on the right CDJ need to, you know, like, like really specific shit. Like yeah. everything has to be set up because if they're walking out and pressing play, like, all that needs to be done, you know? Like, they can't sit there and be like, oh, fuck, all the filters are fucked up. I gotta, like, go through and, like, mess with the EQs, you know? <laughs> right. It's, there's so much more that happens that, like, the average me, for example, has no idea of, like, all of the buttons and all of the things that happen to create this music. For sure. So shout out to you DJs for making it happen. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Someone's gotta do it. Someone's gotta do it. <laughs> so tell us more about your Ecuador trip. Who? Let's talk about thems who do it in Ecuador. I was in a little town called Montañita on the coast of Ecuador. We fly into a town called Guayaquil, and it's a three-hour bus ride to the coast. And this town is crazy. They don't go to sleep on weekends. To, they don't go to sleep on weekends. They dance till 6 a.m. I was on the beach at 4.30 a.m. with my homie John, and we hopped in a volleyball game with, like, kids. There's families, grandmas, babies. Everybody <laughs> is on the beach all night. It's crazy. And if they're not on the beach, they are in a club dancing. Damn. Montañita is the proud home of Lost Beach Club, which is DJ Mag's number 27 club in the world. One spot ahead of Omnia in Vegas. I thought that was interesting. Wow. I actually missed John's Summit by like a week. I was bummed. Damn. Apparently it's like 30 bucks to get like backstage passes. What? Because everything's hella cheap over there. Crazy vibes here. And this club is based after the show Lost. Mm. Just hella jungle vibes. They have like bean bags around that you can chill on. The night I was there, we got a nice tech house set. There was D&B the night before. And they also have a secret room that at like 5, 6 a.m. They open up and everybody like goes in to this other place. And they will stay there performing and dancing until there's less than 10 people left. So if you have a squad of 10 people, you can theoretically dance till lunchtime if you want. Keep the party going. Nice. So that was really cool to, to get to experience that set. And just the music, dude. Here, actually, I'm going to play one in the background while I talk. Let's hear it. I have a new playlist called Montañita Sunset, strictly made up of songs that were pulled from our time in Montañita. This one's called Mississippi, the Rick Pierre O'Neill remix. And it's wild. As we're shazamming these tunes, and you'll go to the Spotify profiles, and it's people with 100,000 listens, 200,000, like under the radar, not super well known, but tracks you can just get so lost in. Like imagine just sitting here in silence on the beach as the sun is setting and just let these sounds just mm, hit you. Yeah, I can imagine it for sure.
It was so fun. Dude. It was beautiful. When did you sleep? <laughs> Never? I got there Thursday night at like 1 a.m. And we went out every night till 5 a.m. for the next four nights. Wow. Ooh, I also want to talk about a homie that I made. I made a, a, a few wonderful homies. There's these fellows from New Hampshire that are a joyous time. One is specifically by the name of Justin I'm going to speak about because he was just discovering EDM when, like, I met him. Like, he was literally just dipping his toe into electronic dance music. This is somebody who had played the classical piano for 12 years, so heavy music background, and similar to our pal Big Wild, produced rap beats for various people for years. And so I just stoked this boy's EDM fire. We listened. He's super into D&D from the start. So I was like, "I right, cool. We're going to be homies. And actually, Justin is going to be a very talented producer. I'm just going to put that into the world right now. He's already starting to try producing and he's sending me his stuff. And shit, the kid is good, man. Like, he is 20 years old and he is good. He's 20? He's 20. Two zero. Two zero. Amazing. Uh, he didn't go to college. He's like, works in construction with his homies and they just blare music and vibe. They're all cliff jumpers as well, that whole crew. Nice. Very, very interesting people. Very cool to, to get to know them. Does he have any music up on the internet? No, but I keep telling him, bro, like I'm excited for you to start posting this because he sent me the, the files of a few that he's working on. And he's like really good. Oh shit. He did a remix of a, a Black Eyed Peas song. What was it called? Meet Me Halfway. Oh, can you meet me halfway? Yes, and whenever he's ready, I am going to play it on the podcast because it is really good. Dope. I'm excited to hear it. Yeah. And actually, I need to connect the two of you because he's like well-versed on the producing side, but has no knowledge of like the DJing side. And he's thinking about getting some equipment. Dope. So I said I might know somebody who could tell you a thing or two about where to get started on that. So I might connect you guys. Go for it. Maybe he can help me on the producing side, too, because I'm still figuring that very much out. <laughs> Maybe it could be a beautiful, a beautiful connection there. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was really energizing for me as an EDM fan to get to witness somebody really falling in love with it, like for the first time. And everybody remembers their, uh, you know, their first introduction to EDM and falling in love with it. But I've gotten to like send him songs and see his reaction. Like I sent him Overthinker by Enzo, the song we all know and love. Mm -hmm. And he was just like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. What kind of genres is he into? Loves drum and bass, loves house as well. But I think he's actually got a little melodic bass in there. I sent him this Kill Paris remix of a Allison song. I'll play it right now. Is that off the Loner remix album? No, this is this is older. So this one is her song Easy. Mm -hmm. In the Kill Paris remix. And this one really resonated with him. So I was like, aha, I've got some more along along those lines that we can get you going. Time feels sore inside of my head. Can I paint a picture? Of the world that I see inside And I know it's bullshit They say I'm not really that bad But I think too much and I'm scared I'm never coming back yeah. Walked in 
This guy is beautiful. I gotta go look at it. Okay. Thinking back to weekends, that felt good. Yeah, it's been a while. So since I'm just uh, sitting here by myself and we're recording, I just want to say, isn't that so adorable that Mikey just looked out the window and was like, "Hold on, I have to now leave the room and house to go." Look at how beautiful this guy is. I think that is just a true testament to how amazing. This, oh wait, could you hear me? Could you hear me the whole time? Could you have your AirPods in? Yes, stop. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> I was literally looking at the sunset and you're saying these beautiful words and I was like, I I'm gonna have a moment. <laughs> I forgot you had the headphones. <laughs> It's so pretty right now, though. I think the sun's already set for us here. I mean, it's like, it's still kind of blue, but the sun has gone past the horizon. I'm gonna send you a picture, hold on. Okay. I love you, homie. That was so sweet. I love you too, homie. I think it's so sweet that you were just like, yeah, we're in the middle of recording, but um, this sunset takes precedence right now, so I have to go do, I have to go have this moment, and then I'll come back to the recording that we're doing. It was a combination of the sunset with the song. It was like, oh, you know? I love it. It was hitting. Hold on. There is a mix that Allison has done in her sets before of mixing that song with a, uh, what's his name? Oh fuck, do I not have? All right, well then I'm- Shout out Kill Paris for making some very, very nice tunes. Yeah, I don't even think I know any other songs by Kill Paris. Oh, oh. I think you may know this one. Where are you?
This is a very sentimental one for me. This one sounds like the sunset that I just saw. Alright, I think I got it now. I had what to pull you? the... Yeah, no, you don't even know what I'm doing. No, I have no idea. <laughs> I'm just vibing. <laughs> You're just sitting here. Listening to great tunes. I could do this all day. I'm pulling a uh, an MP3 off my other laptop so that I can put it on this laptop so that you can hear it. What do you have for us? I'm excited. It's the Allison mix of some kind. So listening to that remix made me think of this song. Well, it's a mix of two songs that Allison has done at live sets before. And I believe I saw her do this mashup at izu so you probably saw it too we didn't know each other then but you were at her set in 2019 that's so crazy <laughs> yeah we were both there experiencing it but not together what it's allison wonderland easy and virtual self ghost voices <gasps> oh stop i love that song she's never released it like as a mashup or anything but i found someone who did their best to recreate it and then i downloaded it off YouTube, so I have it. Let's see if I can play it. Because there's something about these two songs together that just, it does shit to me, man. I don't know. Bro, I'm excited right now.
incredible mix of tunes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Allison's vocals on top of an already like like the virtual self song by itself is already so like emotional, and then like to have those lyrics on top of it, I'm like, oh my god, oh my <laughs> just bury god. me right now, just bury me under the ground. Anyway, that was a little tangent that we went on, but I had to had to share. <laughs> I enjoyed it so much. It actually reminded me of another Allison mashup that I've never seen released. She did uh, Messiah and Inner Bloom at Red Rocks. Mm, oh shit! And I have never found a high quality version of the audio. So if anybody has one out there, please send it to me. I was just thinking that I can't wait to like be friends with her one day because I can be like, dude, can you just like mix these together and like Bro. send me the file, please? <laughs> please. <laughs> like, can you just do so that? So that I can listen to it whenever I want to. Honestly. So we'll ask her for the Messiah Interbloom mix as well. Need it. Need it. Oh, this is just such high quality music sharing. I love it. So good, man. So good. Allison's the goat. Uh, what? Where were we? What was the what? Uh, 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 uh. I think that concludes the pit. <laughs> I mean, that's what this is for—to talk about anything, and we sure did. We covered sunsets. We covered. Yeah, we got it. Ecuador. <laughs> we covered babies raving on the beach at five a.m. We did, <laughs> dude. It was crazy. I was like, "You're not asleep, y'all." Maybe they just like don't use the sun as like. A clock like we do you know we're so used to being like all right the sun goes down and then we go to bed and then we sleep and then we you know like they're just like you can be awake whenever you want to be awake and you can sleep whenever you want to sleep it sure ain't like we do honestly and you know what i bet you their quality of life is better they're all <laughs> so happy and they have so much fun there you go the correlation is there if you listen to dance music you're happier. <laughs> you're up at five in the morning. You're happier. Yeah, it's like EDM, reggaeton, and Bad Bunny, which is like overlaps, obviously. Like Bad Bunny I mean, is maybe the most famous person on the planet, like real talk. I was just going to say, Bad Bunny <laughs> is like, you know, he's the Justin Bieber. Transcends all. <laughs> yeah, truly. Like he's, it's like Bad Bunny, Justin Bieber, J Balvin. Well, yeah. <laughs> And let's go into the final segment of the podcast, memes and themes. You know how this segment comes about, our plurbies? I see something and I think, ooh, meme, and then we do it. And poor Moody has to then just come up with something on the spot. <laughs> yeah, he's like, Mikey's literally sending me suggestions. He's like, this could work. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, it could work. <laughs> No, I do appreciate it because I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do for this segment. So <laughs> so for mine, there's this DJ duo, Tag Williams and Tyler Stokes are their individual names, but together they are small talk and they have been doing these little clips of DJs will put anything before the drop. And I think they did like 30 days of it with just different like clips of interviews and like people saying shit. And the one that you sent me, I had I had actually already seen, but it reminded me of this other one that I had seen of, um, I think it's the same dude, Theo Vaughn. So the one that I liked a lot was, oh, I guess I should just play it, right? Yeah, just play it. You know, my favorite type of weed was uh, cocaine. And, you know, obviously we don't um, endorse 
you know, drug usage. And if you are going to do it, please test your things, do it in moderate amounts and, you know, just be in the right headspace when you do it. But I think that one is hysterical. We're almost done. Here, Frenchie's going to say hello to you. Hi, Frenchie. Hi, my love. Hi, beautiful. How are you? Oh, look at your haircut and facial hair. You look so different. You know, just got to spice it up. Oh my God. This is like, this is like peak gay cat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he just came back from Ecuador. What do you expect? Bro, you look so hot. Oh my God. Our little hottie. Uh... I did have dudes on the beach, like, cat calling me in Ecuador. A uh, million percent. <laughs> he was just telling me about, like, staying up till 5 a.m. every day and, like, partying on the beach with, like, babies. With babies? Babies party in Ecuador, yeah. Like, families, like, are still up at 5 a.m. So he, like, hopped into a volleyball game with, like, kids. And, like, their families are out <gasps> at 4.30 in the morning. He's playing volleyball. Okay. Yeah, there was this dude with like two teeth, like pouring alcohol down our throats as well. It was crazy. One, two, two teeth? Yeah, it was like the Latin McGillicuddies. I don't know what the alcohol was, but oh it was like minty. God. It was pretty good. Wow. Well, you look great. I just wanted to say hi and I love you. Oh, thanks, babe. I love you more. That's not possible. Love you. I love you. This is the most wholesome episode ever. Plurality pod. Plurality. Spreading love every day. Every day. Uh, okay, memes and themes. Let me take it home. If you like EDM and you like the show Succession, this is for you. And if you don't know the show Succession, let me set the scene for you. Because I know my co-host hasn't watched it, so I'm going to maybe try to get him into it. There are two characters in this show, Tom and Greg. Honestly, they're probably my favorite thing going in this show. And it's been years now that they've been in each other's lives. Early on, Tom was very mean to Greg, but I mean, everybody's very mean to everybody in that show. And over time, they've really grown together. They've been through some things, you know, they give each other. Well, Tom gives Greg a hard time. He's like his little corporate lapdog. And he's also the only person that Tom's allowed to be himself around. Tom is a self-proclaimed horrible, horrible prick, but I do love them. The actor for Tom Wamsgams, he's in Pride and Prejudice. Matthew McFadden is his name. So we open up season four. It just came out a couple weeks ago. And they have a new thing, these two. Greg is starting to refer to them as the Disgusting Brothers. And it's so ridiculous and it's so hilarious. And it got me thinking, who are the Disgusting Brothers of EDM? And this led me on quite the trail until I landed on two gentlemen who, while not a DJ duo, have performed sets together at Electric Forest and Lost Lands, that would be none other than the curators of Disgusting Tunes, Subtronics, and John Summit, who we've talked about already on this show, coincidentally. So, for your listeners, I'm going to make a little TikTok about this, and you'll be able to get the full visual. But, Moody, I'm excited for you to see... I don't know what to expect, so... <laughs> I don't even know what you're going to think of it. But this is a video that I took from Lost Lands. A nice human by the name of Matt Carey recorded it. And it is the combination of John Summit's song La Danza and Subtronic's song Funked, combined with Greg and Tom who I really just want the two of them to just, like, kiss a little bit. You know, like, they really have that energy. They're perfect for each other. Oh, I love that. The Disgusting Brothers. 
the disgusting feathers. Disgust of us. Oh, motherfucking tune. Don't call us that. It's heavily ironized, Craig. You are a laughing stock in polite society. You will never go to the opera again. <laughs> you will never go to the opera again. I mean, from what I saw, it was really fuzzy, but I believe it's great. <laughs> You edited it all together. Yeah, and so I'm going to make a nice little mashup from this. So, can't wait to see it. Thank you to the writers of Succession for the invention of the Disgusting Brothers and for Mr. Summy and Subtronics for their tunes. This is it. This is the one that's going to go viral. You know, <laughs> yes, this is the one. Totally. <laughs> that's right. We're manifesting it. We're putting it out there. It is happening. And guess what? I have a song for this very conversation. Oh, perfect. Take us home. It's called Manifest, and it's by Craig Knight, Malin, and T. Taylor. It is now time for Silly Songs with Larry, <laughs> the part of the show where Larry comes out and sings a, a silly, silly song. song. <laughs> You are my cheeseburger, my lovely cheeseburger. I love for you, oh, I love for you, oh. Oh, Barbara, manatee, 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 manatee. manatee. You, you are, are the one for me. One for me. <laughs> oh, God, I didn't know we could trauma bond on. Oh, I know it wasn't traumatic for you, but it is for me. <laughs> I love VeggieTales. <laughs> if I was a DJ, I would mix VeggieTales into my stuff. Bungee, bungee, everybody bungee. Here we go, bungee. Come on. Oh, where is my hairbrush? <laughs> oh, where is my hairbrush? <laughs> oh, where, oh, where, no hair, don't care. Oh, where, oh, where? Is my hairbrush? <laughs> oh, what's the one with the. Uh... I love my lips. It's lip, it's lip, it's lip, <laughs> lip, lip, it's lip, it's lip, it's lip, lip, lip. What's the one? Was it Water Buffalo? Oh, yeah, the Water Everybody's Buffalo. Everybody's got a, a water, water Buffalo. buffalo. <laughs> Yours is fast, but mine is slow. Where do we get them? I don't know, but everybody's got a Water Buffalo. <laughs> All right, it's manifest time. I think it's working. It's gonna go viral. I think it's gonna go viral. You know, speaking of just exceptionally wholesome things, Becca G, I know you's listening. You like made me almost shed some tears with a beautiful message. Becca G sent us a message, y'all. I don't know if anybody can top it. You can try. Dude, I read those messages when Frenchie was having a tough week and, and we both were having a tough week for other reasons and we had both been crying and then I look in our DMs on our plurality account and I see these beautiful messages from Becca G and I'm like oh my god this just makes me feel so much better and then I said to Frenchie I was like you should read this because your name is written in mm -hmm. it too just saying 
And then she read it and she was like, wow, that does make me feel better. And I was like, I know. Like, thank you so much, Becca G, for sending it because you completely, that night, like we were about to go to bed and like having that nice little moment of like connection with someone was just a great way for me to like finish a, a otherwise tough, tough day. So yeah. really appreciate y'all reaching out, giving us the good vibes, telling us your experiences at shows, um, seeing people that we've talked about live. Like, that's awesome. I, I love hearing that. That's what this is about, right? Getting to like meet cool people or connect with cool people. And hopefully Becca will be able to connect with you at a fest down the line. Oh, it's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's all beautiful. And I also love that like she went in the mosh pit, in the mosh pit for Apache. In the mosh pit. <laughs> that made me so happy. Yes. And they got to see some of uh, more Kismet at Ultra. Love it. You manifest your life. Hmm. If you want to hear all the tunes that played in this episode and our previous episodes, head to Spotify, type in e-mood, and that's where you will find emood's profile. emood puts together all these playlists in addition to revival playlists, which are bi-monthly, specially curated playlists just from Aaron's brain. Would highly recommend. And I actually was listening to that, uh, so you combined episodes 11 through 20 into one playlist. Mm -hmm. And I listened to that all day today. And I was like, <laughs> we picked some pretty fabulous music. And the range. Oh my gosh. The range. And the range. Yeah, I'm excited to add the the, the vibey deep house from this, this episode. Because I don't know that we've really had that before. No, a little added sprinkle. Or ethereal techno. Ethereal techno, yes, yes. Make sure we <laughs> get the terminology correct. Check us out on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up, DM us. We will respond back because, like Mikey said, we love connecting with homies and other places, and that's what the rave scene is all about. Bringing all the love together. That is at Plurality Pod. Send us some songs. Send us whatever. Send us a picture of your cat. Like, it'll make us happy regardless. Yeah, we were definitely accepting cat pics. Absolutely. That's, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. <laughs> Maybe we can do just like a cat post of all the Plurby's cats. Oh, that'd be so cute. Wouldn't that be? I love that idea. All right, that solidifies it. The most wholesome episode. Send us your cat pics. I'll start it off. Yeah, and I'll contribute Hunter content as well. This was a really cute uh, episode. This was. I'm happy that we had these moments together. This made me be happy. Put me in a very happy place. Something about music and your homies that really does it, eh? It's true. The people of Ecuador know. The people of Ecuador get it. <laughs> so homies, Barbara Streisand, Miss Cream, Alley Cat, what's up? We'll see you next time. Peace, love and manifestation because that is the theme for this episode you manifest your life put those good vibes out there love spreads much faster than hate put some love out there and that love will come back to you see what happens see what happens moody love you homie love you mikey and plurbies you plurbies we love you send us your cat pics.